Hello, everyone. Hello, hello, hello. That's all. That's it. Hello. That's it. That's all. Episode 10. Episode that 10. That was it. We just Two wanted guys. to do a small check-in. Say hello. <laughs> Thank you guys so much for listening. It's been a pleasure. No, but seriously, uh, episode 10, Two Guys, Four Cents. We're about to go deep. Uh, we're we're going to explore. I'm a little afraid of the subject. We're going to talk oh, about. Oh, that was a good one. Why Why would I be afraid, Stephen? What are we talking what about? What are you afraid of? Are you afraid of fear itself? Yes. Yeah. And you know Can what? Are you be afraid of fear? If you're really fearful of fear, are you really afraid, though? I think at that point it becomes a paradox. Yeah. And uh, paradox is not a topic on this podcast. No. This episode podcast. Thank you. Two guys, four cents. <laughs> Go. Here's our two cents. <laughs> Thank you all so much for surviving that chaotic intro. Surviving. Soraya? That's a big... (laughs) What rhymes with Soraya? I don't know. Lego. (laughs) Eminem song. Check it out. I think it's called Demons, uh, if you want to get the reference. I still don't understand it. I'll have to do a bit of digging on the lyrics. Yeah. You know what you're not... uh, (laughs) You know what you're not afraid of is the topic. No, yeah. So this podcast, uh, we're going to be talking a lot about fear. Um, no, I think yeah, we will be talking about fear. <laughs> All right. This is... We're uh, feeling good tonight, guys. No drugs were involved. No, no, no. Just no. extremely tired. It's Friday night. Uh, I took Stressful like a, week. Stressful week for you. Yeah. Um, it... it, it uh, it hasn't been stressful like that to that extent. Not stressful, but um, I've been. Uh, it's been a long week. It was yeah. hard to explain. It's just one of those weeks, you know. Yeah. And I think yeah. yesterday I didn't sleep good. And well, yeah, that that could do some of it. Yeah. And I took absolutely. a huge nap today. Oh yeah. So I'm like, I'm like in my tired stage right yeah, now. So yeah, yeah. a lot of things are funny to me. Yeah. Um, but. Let's get into it, right? So today we're talking about, we're going to dig into fear and uh, false meaning, right? Because mm-hmm. I think fear can can drive um, your brain to false meaning. Yeah. It, it guides you to false meaning, I yeah. would say. Yeah, it will. However. It will. It can. It, it can. Is, it does. And it will if you let it. Yes. However, um, fear, is, fear is a double-edged sword. Would you agree? Yeah, I would definitely agree. Like a lot of things are in life. Sent, uh, feelings and emotions, I feel like a lot of them can be double-edged swords. Right. I would agree. I would agree. And listen, short-term fear, I would say, is is beneficial uh, because I think it'll help you achieve a heightened state of comprehension, uh, organization skills. Um, it'll improve, I would say, like, physical and cognitive abilities even Mm -hmm. you know Mm -hmm. like it may help you perform better in a sport yeah or it may help you perform better let's say you're writing your final exam let's say you're well prepared for it but you're still one for one way or another you're anxious yeah fearful but that that'll help you drive that'll help you drive you it helps you prepare for the, the 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 worst 
right? right. Like it helps you prepare yourself. If you have fear, you get ready for what you think is about to come. Right. And it's not, I mean, it's not tying it up too much with anxiety because there's some similarities, but uh, I feel like they're not near the same thing. Um, just, I mean, they're, they're close in the sense of it prepares you for stuff and, and yeah, stuff like that. But like, for example, in high school, when I, you know, went up in front of the, the school and, and did like skits yeah, and, and yeah. cheerleading outfits yeah. backstage, you know, a lot of nerves, a lot of oh, anxiousness. Yeah. I you bet. Know? I bet. But it was like that for me, that's what helped me. And you know, it's funny because take that first step into the way you, when you, after taking the first step, it just all it goes away. It goes away. Right. But away. It, it's, it's the moment before taking that first step. <laughs> yeah. You're like, holy this shit. Am I about much. to do this? Yeah. How can I do this? There's no way I can do this. Yeah. And then funny enough, it's like as soon as you take that first step, there's, there's a switch in your brain mm-hmm. where it's like, then you're on like focus mode. Yeah. That, yeah. That's for me. I'm talking for yeah. myself. Well, know. for me too. Yeah. Um, I would say so. But uh, I think, I guess that's why, you know, I guess that's why they say once you take that first step, it's yeah. kind of. So that's, that's sort of the one side of the double-edged sword. Um, the good part, sure. the fear, the good, the sure. good of fear, obviously. Right. There's a whole other bad side. Yeah. So, I mean, listen, if, if when fear becomes chronic, it can be vitally detrimental. It can swallow you up and it'll spit you back out a quarter of the person you were. Yeah. And yeah. it does that easily. Oh, yeah. You know, mm-hmm. like I, fear can send you... When fear controls someone, it doesn't make you think... You're not thinking rationally. No. You're not basing your decisions off... Um, you know, you being prepared or no, you're not having it being calculated or things like that. That's out of the question. Absolutely. You're just, Absolutely. you're it's doing things out of fear. Yeah. Fight or flight for sure. Or there was another one for freeze, fight, flight or freeze. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Those are the triple F's. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, but you don't like, it's not, you can't rationalize or really make a decision like you were saying. Right. If, if it's that, strong and you're in that much of pain and some of it um can i guess come from anxiety um because anxiety i I was thinking when you were talking i I think creates fear what do you think about that oh for sure anxiety i would say can can create fear Mm -hmm. yeah yeah for sure and because they're both i mean you're preparing um for everything that can happen yeah because like let's say like with anxiety, let's say it's chronic anxiety. Mm-hmm. Overthinking will be a part of that. Mm-hmm. And imagination will invariably do more damage than reality oh, each yeah. and every single time. Yeah. For sure. Uh-huh. That's no, that's there's there's no doubt in that. Um And I mean we gotta look at why. It's because, well, listen, there's no limits to imagination. There isn't, no. No. And something that I find uh, a really good point um, is that like so imagination, it's like you said, it's all in your mind and you can really imagine whatever you want to. Mm -hmm. Actually, funny, this is sort of off topic, but uh, did you know that there's some people that don't like when I tell you to visualize like like your car or your truck? Right. You can see it right in your mind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Some people can't at all. Right. So I believe it. That was a complete tangent. I just thought of that. Um, it's it's just 
it's I just found that interesting. Yeah. Just the way the difference of how the mind can work from some one to the other. Oh yeah. Um, it, it it's the same thing on paper, uh, but there's so much different from different experiences from your mind teaching itself how to cope with things, um, how to prepare you for stuff too. Absolutely. Like prepare you for the best, prepare you for the worst, prepare you for whatever. Um, but really, so when you think about it, um, going back to imagination and reality, mm-hmm. uh, like imagination, you can visualize, a lot of people can visualize stuff and you can really play out whole scenarios in your head. A lot of people do this, uh, oh, I do with, yeah, with interviews or, oh, or yeah. whatever, like yeah, yeah, yeah. even, even like maybe a podcast sometimes, if you're feeling anxious about it, your imagination can run through the whole scenario. Yeah. And, and. Absolutely. And I've been on both ends of the aisles where it's like, I'm feeling anxious about something. I'm overthinking it. I'm playing the scenario in my head. Mm -hmm. I've had it played in a negative light. Mm -hmm. I've had it played in a positive light. When it's in a positive light, it just makes things easier when you're in the moment. Let's say, uh, I don't know, you've got a soccer game Mm -hmm. or an exam to write. Yeah. And when you're thinking about it, let's say you're thinking about the exam or you're thinking about you're sitting in a huge you know, auditorium or whatever, an arena with a bunch of desks lined up. Yeah. Right. And you can, you know, for example, in, in the negative light, you'd be picturing yourself frozen, looking at it, looking at a question. You're not, you're not even holding your pencil. You haven't written anything down. Yeah. And you're frozen. You're scared. You're anxious. You're frozen. You just can't, can't anymore. Yeah. Whether that's because of being unprepared or nerves or whatever. Or other end of the aisle, if you start thinking about it in a more positive light, you can picture yourself absolutely just, just going to town on the cre- yeah. questions. You know yeah. what I mean? And, and and seeing that would help, I would think, in the moment, let's say when you're actually writing your exam mm-hmm. and you mm-hmm. think back at your positive thoughts. Yeah. And it can even like help you think back on that. And perhaps when you were thinking back on that, maybe you were studying. Yeah. So maybe you can backtrack that and think about think what about you were studying together there. Right. Yeah. Um, and then on the other side, uh, if it happens when you think of the worst and then it, I, I think that there's sort of um, something happens to me sometimes where you, you think of the worst mm-hmm. and you get caught up by it in the moment. And then you're like, holy cow, like this is what I thought of. Right. I'm not ready for this. I don't know what to do. Right. Um, like you said, for tests, a lot of times you're just sitting there like staring at the paper and just nothing is in your head. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Just goes blank. Yeah. And you were like, I was preparing for this, like not even preparing for this. I, I knew this was going to happen. Right. Right. Give yourself a quick pep talk, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Ted talk. (laughs) Ted Um, talk. Another thing. Sorry. Another thing I wanted to talk about. Is like how easily fear can make it difficult to distinguish between reality and falsehood. Yeah. You know, like it'll be chaos in your head and you won't be able to distinguish the difference between true or false. No. No. It'll be no, disorganized completely. Everything. Yeah. Yeah. It it doesn't let you you analyze the situation around you or figure out what's happening and how to properly, how to properly respond, respond to it. Yeah, that's right. right. Um, and 
it's it's just and it can i mean it can also so something um i guess tying in the imagination and fear too um the feet imagination and reality sorry imagination and reality not imagination and fear um so if you if you're fearful of something um it can distort your imagination right which then distorts the reality mm-hmm. because it makes you visual because all of I, I, like when you're seeing stuff it's automatically always going like to your brain or any other senses um it's going that way and so and your brain is so powerful that it can not like it can't make can it make you see things that you can right you can you can um hallucinate oh i would say yeah in an extreme sure. situation ex- that, that would be like an extreme case for yeah. sure so but i would is, i wouldn't i wouldn't you know i wouldn't count it out no I'd no, say no it's possible absolutely not but so that i mean that itself just shows you it's powerful yeah it, powerful can, it can change what you see very easily yeah quite literally yeah 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 um and figuratively as well like you can you can paint a picture a mental picture your brain can constantly be painting mental pictures over certain situations sure or certain um things that you've been through or or stuff that you've that has happened before um and it triggers you back there and just paint paint a picture over it well that's what i wanted to, to talk about next as well is the hormones that your body generates when you're feeling uh, fear mm-hmm. uh, plagues your train of thought. Yeah. You know, and what ends up happening is now you're going to paint those things that you're thinking about in a negative light and even all the details that come with it. Mm-hmm. You know, this, this, the smell, your surroundings, uh, the weather, you're going to paint all of that in a negative light. And then like later down the road, when you're thinking about those things, like you said, you're going to be thinking about the same negative things yeah yeah and you're gonna start subconsciously you, you know you're fearful mm-hmm. whether or not you can pinpoint why you're feeling fearful yeah that's, like that's oh it. like back that's it right back, there <laughs> that's it right there <laughs> no but you know like two years ago when i had experienced that yeah that's why i'm feeling fear and or worse sometimes you won't be able to that's pinpoint the thing it. so your brain can cover it up <clears throat> absolutely and make for you sure. not be able to pinpoint for it. sure um which is, I mean, a lot of reasons for well, bring, brings the good in talking to people. Yeah, and that's um, what psychotherapists exactly. do. I'm pretty sure, right? They yeah. they dig into that subconscious, mm-hmm. the things that we don't even know. Yeah, where that are really we're like pushing away so yeah. deeply, and you don't even know that you don't even see a correlation. Right, you're like, there's no way. And then well, that's our and you're like, that's our response to trauma. Yeah, exactly. It's to just it doesn't even need to be trauma. No, but that's um, the primary way of of dealing with trauma. Yeah, it's just it is. set it aside and bury it. Yeah, exactly. And then later on in life, it can come back something as trigger, PTSD or it. right. Um, and it really, but like, so just it distorts everything. Um, anything that happens, right? With without that, paints the whole negative picture over it. Yeah. So, um, an example that I saw, um, I was watching a uh, psychologist um do like a bit of a a bit of a session online uh, i watch this sometimes uh it's dr dr k uh i can't think of the name of the youtube channel or the the stream uh it's healthy gamer um cool and so he was interviewing someone um and they were talking about 
traumatic experiences or, or things like that as well. Um, and he really, so one example he gave was that people that he's dealt with, mm-hmm. uh, I don't like the word dealt with people that he's had as clients. He's worked with. He worked with. Yeah. yeah. Um, who have been in abusive and bad relationships in the past. Mm-hmm. Um, they continue to fall into those lines and always go into the same relationships to make the same mistakes because that's all they know when they get into a good relationship, which when the person is just wholeheartedly, just a good person, generous, um, loving, doesn't authentic. want to back authentic. Yeah. Right. It's really who they are. Um, something's fishy. Something's fishy. That's yeah. right. And they, they're like, this, that's, that's it's not gotta right. be something wrong. That's not right. There's no way somebody's like this. Right. Like, why wasn't anyone else like this? <clears throat> Um, and ultimately it ends up breaking them and breaking the relationship because they can't get over that mental barrier. Right. Um, there's something always blocking it, which is extremely unfortunate. Um, but also scary that you're so stuck in what's happening, uh, in the situation. Well, it controls you. It it controls controls you. you. Yeah. Like when it's at that point, you know, when you're. When it makes you push something genuine away. Yeah. I'd say that's very powerful. No, it is. It you is. Know? And yeah, Stephen, like to to tag along on that <clears throat> when someone is is Well listen, it's it's not even like it's not even about laying your guard down either, you know what I mean? Where no. you're looking for every single little negative aspects of something, even if it's potentially not even there, mm-hmm. but it doesn't matter. You're looking for it. Yeah. Yeah, you are. Meanwhile, there's a lot of great things around you as well, but what you're focusing on is all the negative stuff. Mm-hmm. You're going to start pushing whatever it is, whatever good experience it is away. You will. Yeah. You'll and be, you'll be only, like you said, focusing on um, the negative and not even like it'll be something that you don't even want to happen don't even try to make happen yeah it might not even be rational no but listen it's like you're you're nitpicking every negative aspect and you're not focusing on whether that's out of you know you're not grateful enough or whatever it is Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. i feel like we tend to to dig into the negative a bit too much when there is plenty of room to dig into the positive as well there is absolutely because it's like listen would you say that thinking positively is exhausting sometimes forcing i think forcing positivity might be exhausting Mm, that's a definitely a discussion to be had Uh for sure because like i'm kind of like in the middle on that i don't think you should be forcing yourself to think in a positive light all the time. No, you shouldn't force yourself to do anything. I don't think. <clears throat> no. But I think you should definitely make a harder effort than, let's say, if you're thinking negatively about it. Yeah. It's... like So, it's, so what I mean is... It's tough. I don't think you should force positive thinking, but it's a good habit to practice. Mm-hmm. And it, it's like, is that 
like making effort is that forcing yourself you know yeah, what i mean that's the that's the tough thing it's like, not it's not necessarily for maybe it's just the way um we think of when you say forcing yourself it's trying to it can be sh- shown in the sense of trying to f- make yourself think that way yeah trying to change how you're thinking because you want to do that because it's proven like in psychology where it's like we had talked about it but let's say you're a very disagreeable person Mm -hmm. you should start doing small nice things for people yeah and that would be sort of forcing yourself to get out of your comfort zone it would be so so that's why i'm not quite there saying like you shouldn't force yourself to think positively. I know. You should know. push yourself to think positively. Because in a way, the people that are people that are thinking like if you really think about it, people that are are shining have a bad habit of shining negative light on stuff. Do you think that subconsciously they're forcing that? Well, here's one of my theories. I'm just kind of like I'm going to talk okay out of my bum. Okay. I haven't researched this at all, yeah. but it's like, let's say when we do research stuff on the podcast, we normally say it. So yeah, if you hear us say something, go with the assumption that it, it's not science unless we cite it. Yeah. 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 Um, so one of my theories, I guess, would be if you're always thinking in a negative light, right? You're getting used to that. You're training yourself to do that. Mm-hmm. And then it becomes a habit. Yeah. And then at that point, it's like your go-to and it's sort of easy to just kind of rely on that and look at the negative side. Yeah, because that becomes the easy thing to do. Right. That becomes the easiest thing to do. And then all of a sudden, thinking positively is exhaustive and you're not going to want to do it. So you'll just keep falling back Mm -hmm. on thinking negatively. So I'm thinking, can we have that same effect? Not saying you should be optimistic about every single aspect of your life. No. Because listen, that's... I would say that would be being fake mm-hmm. and uh, being kind of creepy if you're mm-hmm. just like <laughs> just walking around. This is, this is great. That's great. <laughs> Everything's it's a great. great. Laptop. This is great, guys. Nice water. I like your water. You don't like water? No, I, I like your water. I said, I'm. I'm I, I love your water. Look how clear it is it and is how clear water. Calm it is. Some... Water's pretty calm. Yes. <laughs> yes, it is. So that. Listen, that's that's kind of like what I'm thinking here is, is could we do the same with with an optimistic mindset where where you're making an effort for that and you're making a habit out of looking at things in a more positive light? Not saying, you know, you got to be walking around with a smile on your face 24-7 and things like that. Yeah. And let's say something shit happens, you know. You sh- I think you should dwell on it, grieve. Oh, yeah. Right? That's yeah, the yeah. first thing. Or if you need to, some people if don't. If you need to, some people don't. It doesn't help them. Right. But I'm just thinking, could we say the same about positive thinking? That's Where a, it becomes more of a habit and less of a chore. That's a good point. Because sometimes I find, like, thinking positively is a chore. Yeah. And that's something. Like, so what I was thinking when you kidding. were saying that is why... I would say the majority of issues, uh, no, not issues. The majority of people lean more towards the negative. You don't see a lot of overly positive people compared to negatively. Yeah, I'm not sure. 
Well, like just personal experience. In my personal experience? I'd say it's 50-50 for me. Yeah? Yeah. Somebody that's always positive um, and... No, but striving for positivity. And I think that's so the point it here. It's so not much... being positive all the time. No. So why is it so much easier it. to be negative all the time? Because it is. If yes. it's not, If it's that hard to be... You don't know someone that's... Well, because thinking negatively, in a sense, is almost giving up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Depending on the situation. Mm-hmm. But it's heading towards there. If you're starting to think like really negative about it, yeah. you might be leaning on forgetting about it and just... I should be more specific probably with the situation. But yeah. um, I would say that thinking negatively is less hard because it, is. it requires less work. Yeah, that's that's true. Like being positive is definitely tough. Mm-hmm. And but it's strange because the positive it just your whole body thrives off it. Right. So why is that for for us and for for, for for everyone, why is it the harder thing mm-hmm. if it's the good thing? Right. Like, why does it have to be? You know what I'm trying to get? Like, why does it have to be the, the harder thing to do? Hmm. I mean, it's a deep question, and there's yeah. not really an answer. Um, well, you're not going to get it here anyways. Out. No, it's, that's right. Not in this episode. <laughs> stay tuned. No. Stay tuned. Stay tuned. Uh, no, but there's, I mean, there's definitely just a question to, to ponder there. Um, oh, absolutely. And I don't know if that is. can help maybe people figure out certain things within them to say it's, it just helped with certain situations to really think about that. But it's it's just it's just strange um, because a lot of like I wonder if it's society that's you just see so much positivity around you and you try In to reach society you see a yeah. lot of positive things yeah <clears throat> um, society I guess more uh, like social media and I mean mm-hmm. around you generally when you're going around people are nice to each other that's more common than being with like going coming across an asshole yes i would say it's yeah for sure so why sometimes sometimes it may not seem that way sometimes no yeah yeah i would say for the most part generally if you're if we're uh you're just more i feel like personally i don't know if i think more people are civil than uncivil (laughs) but it's your pretty face (laughs) but i don't know shut up boy (laughs) shut up boy (laughs) no i don't know if you're if it's just like it's just because it is way easier to be civil to people and a lot of people tend to be more civil but not super positive about their own stuff but it could also be because this is just me my brain going 100 miles a minute my mouth trying to keep up sure uh it could also be maybe because it's being kind or not not being mean to someone just mm-hmm. being neutral right uh or kind or really nice that avoids the confrontation. Oh, it avoids a lot um, of things. Like if you're being neutral, you're going to avoid, well, you're potentially avoiding conflict. Mm-hmm. Right. But it could also be that negative. Um, so being with yourself, 
the negativity helps you avoid confronting something which right. is yourself right right so there's there's, and what there's it a also common does. there's a common thing in those two yes but on yes. both different sides which is what i was trying to get at absolutely and i would say like when you're when you're painting things in a negative light uh you're making the problem way harder than it than it should be mm-hmm. and um with that in mind um you'll you'll start chasing these these falsely painted ideas yeah whatever you're thinking about yeah yeah you will and when fear tags along it's going to influence your decisions it's going to influence um everything mhm it's going to influence how you respond to certain things. It's going to influence your behavior. Because it's going to fear, influence. like the extreme of fear, it comes down to instinct. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, for that's sure. what that's what it really is. That's why you can't when you're in extreme fear. It's why you don't remember stuff. Like you don't remember what happened. Right. You can't put two and two to like you just right. don't. It's just gone because it's maybe it's part of your. I don't want to get too t- scientific, but like your brain using the resources and what they need to. Um, so really not because ultimately remembering something. If it's something that's that fearful, it might it probably won't happen again. So you don't need to remember exactly what it was. Your brain will know what happened and how to f- avoid that in the future. Right. Or come out of it in the future. But that could be the cause to a lot of suffering that you feel in the present yeah it could be your subconscious Mm -hmm. for sure definitely yeah for sure it's a good point okay so let's talk about how fear and false meaning will go hand in hand together Mm -hmm. so i'm gonna share what i think okay so fear i wrote that down okay so first of all with fear we already touched on this but you're not going to want to confront the truth no and it's also going to change your perception of things, mm-hmm. your demeanor. Mm-hmm. It's almost like you're a completely different person. Yeah. Like when you're in a fearful state, you don't feel like yourself. At least I don't think you will. No, you don't. No. I, well, and, I personally don't. So. And if you, you live in fear for mm-hmm. a very long time, mm-hmm. um, so would that, that's where false meaning for me comes from. Because it's like every step you're taking isn't really you because yeah it's not your typical behavior it's not your typical demeanor that you're showing Mm -hmm. it's not anything that's you yeah it's anything but you yeah because you're living in that constant state of fear and it could be partially that you're trying to hide you because you're not maybe content or right or or again you don't want to confront it you don't want to face it yeah whatever it is you just want to put that mask on and keep going because it feels like you're getting somewhere, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. right? That false it, false meaning is still at the end of the day, it's some type of meaning. Yeah, which is not a healthy one. I no, don't think. No, you know? because that's the dangerous part. Is when you finally, we talked a lot about it in the last podcast. Not so much about false meaning, but finally getting, like, really fulfilling your meaning, and then realizing it's not your meaning. Right. That is 
worse than not having meaning. Right. And and you've got to think as well, like, there's temptations on the negative side of things as well. Oh, yeah. You know? Yeah. And living in fear, like, I would say if that's all you know, why would you want to step out of that? Yeah. Yeah. You because don't, you're so convinced. And you don't understand um, the other side. You don't really understand what's there and what can be shown to you and help you and how much better it can get. Right, because that's that's the only thing you know. Mm-hmm. And since it, I don't know if it can like actually change your cognitive abilities and things like that, but if it can... Well, I, I'm sure there's there's a thing because PTSD is fear and that has some influence over cognitive cognitive abilities. PTSD, if you think about it, like not so much overall, like always doing that. But when you're in a moment, it can for sure influence. Yeah, true. True. Like when you're going through an episode or something like that, it's just right. all lights are off. It's not you. No. Yeah. Hmm. Which but, brings me to this is like completely off guard too. Okay. Um, or off topic, and it might catch you off guard. Yeah. Who knows? Catch me off guard while being off topic. I right. Hey, <laughs> we're going off. <laughs> so, like, what do you think about, like, for example, when, um, like, sometimes I watch, like, these documentaries where it's like, let's say a man murdered somebody, his mm-hmm. wife, mm-hmm. and then blames it on a psychosis episode yeah like do you think like that should be a legit way of of defending yourself like do you think that could be an excuse what's the word it's state of psychosis is that it yeah that's it yeah 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 yeah. so because i know exactly what you're talking about you know Um, and then they get off free and then yeah not so much free it's it's they or have a lesser to, sentence they have to fix they have to fix what what the issue that caused that right. would, uh, so <clears throat> the the mental issue so they right. need to there's a lot of work there maybe right. sometimes they don't it, i don't know if it's necessarily better than prison either because if there's something oh, wrong oh we should talk about the prison system one podcast oh that'd be a good one hell. yeah that'd be a really good one um not to get too much into it but it would be that's would be definitely one. probably maybe coming up yeah true um so yeah, it's. I don't know how I feel about that, um, because it's a fine. It's it's really difficult, because if it's something truly, and I know there's really bad people out there that might falsely say that it was that when it's right. really not. Sure, which Absolutely. is not okay, and we're both. It's not. It shouldn't happen. No, but when someone when there's really an issue like that and because it's not who who they are mm-hmm. right but it's something that did happen like no matter if it was really truly who they are or not it did happen right can't take the fact no. away that so it's they still a bad someone. thing right. doesn't matter if it was mental illness mm-hmm. or not but it's just crazy to think you know how you can how you can become that. Yeah. Yeah. You know? It's like the book um Ordinary Men. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
Did we talk about it already? I know me and you did. Yeah, me and you did. Yeah, but on not, the podcast. not on the podcast. I okay. Oh, maybe in the 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 episode the episode oh, yeah. of liberals and conservatives. I don't think we talked a whole lot. We might have. Well, it just it just goes through. Um, it goes through the story of Polish soldiers uh, in World War Two, and uh, they were transferred to. Uh, to Germany to to do police work mm-hmm. to be military police uh, in the war during, yeah. in Germany during wartime. Yeah, and uh, their chief in command was a pretty humane guy. Mm-hmm. So he had said, "Listen, you're going to have to do some brutal things that you've never had to do before, and and if it's not something that you can handle, that you can do." Mm-hmm. I'll give you a leave of pass and you can go back to your regular post. Yeah. And um, anyways, none of them ended up going back. Yeah. And it shows the journey of uh, of these ordinary men mm-hmm. and, um, and how they slowly turned into monsters. <clears throat> yeah. Right? Literal Nazis mm-hmm. dragging mm-hmm. naked women in, in fields and murdering them. Yeah. Like so, it it was like regular guy with a regular job. Yeah. And then the transformation to a complete monster. And that was. And and it tells the tale of how they were physically ill in that transformation. Really. Why, man? Yeah. Like you got to think. Like making that transformation from being an ordinary guy mm-hmm. to an absolute monster, cold blooded killer no see the the importance there um is that it's not a transformation that could be done by straight up willpower like if they were if they were if they were yes i will um if they were by themselves it was those four guys nothing would have happened they weren't in that situation right right Right. So it's the situ- no, it's it's definitely situation got... and its influence from mm-hmm. other people and what through what you see. Yeah. And the power of the brain. Yeah. And that really that is what but I mean so because they used fear to control but, these men. Yeah. Right? Exactly. But it comes from somewhere, right? So right. it doesn't not everybody is being not everybody is being influenced by other bad people. The bad, the bad part has to start somewhere. You know what I mean? Right. Um, in which I don't know if it's a bunch of people that have near a same ideology that can really start something like that. Because once it started, it snowballs. Sure. It just, especially oh, absolutely. Bringing those four guys in. If it was something that was maybe milder, nothing would have happened in those, in those regards. Wouldn't have been as extreme. Right. Um, but it, it just snowballs and gets bigger and worse and bigger and worse and brings more people in and just changes people. Yeah. But it's not, I mean, the change that by themselves, they couldn't have done it. An ordinary person, there are extreme people, um, mental illnesses or, yeah. or whatnot that can um, do that un maybe wantingly but it happens mm-hmm. anyways do you think through meditation you could reach that reach the opposite of that yeah because i don't think there can be can there be negative 
in meditation? Like, can you? Yeah, because meditation is all up here. I never thought of that. So, because when you think meditation, most I'm I would think most people would think like monks and good, right? And inner peace. Monks. <laughs> well, when I think meditation, I think monks. You you don't? No. Really? Yeah. No. I don't know why I, think I do. Of like, I think, <laughs> I think of like of, someone sitting on a mountain edge, like just. Look at that! Look at that! Look to your right. That's meditation. Right there. You guys can't see that. You guys can't see. I apologize. (laughs) It's someone sitting on a lake, um, staring off into the sunset sunset and sitting with their legs crossed. Um, There's trees. (laughs) The water's blue. The sky is blue as well. There's a rock in the water. (laughs) Yeah. We're looking at the sun. I never, so I never really thought about that at all. I would say 100%. I never thought. I don't know why that has to do with fear, but. (laughs) It doesn't matter. We're we're talking. Yeah, we're talking. talking about people and fear Pe- people we're just there we go that's the topic of this episode people I'm, um i'm a feared you're feared about where this a is feared. going yeah i feared what's yeah. a feared fearful i think oh okay i don't know the exact definition <laughs> i think it means i think it means this it might not yeah knows? i'm a feared like i am afraid yeah yeah i guess yeah it does make sense um it's that is really interesting to think of because meditation I think you to, could bring yourself to be a monster, but continue. To, again, it's something like men, not very few things in the world. Not, right. Not many things in the world. Few things in the world. Mm-hmm. Same thing. Um, It's easy to learn and become good at, decent at, but hard to get really good at it. Well, it depends who you are. I'd say like even getting good at something could be difficult for a lot of That's people. That's why I actually changed it to be like, okay, I can do it. Right. Because there's a difference between – like, Well, there's a difference between like just doing it and then doing it well. Yeah. Because you can – I personally, I think that um, when I – I don't meditate often, so I'm not very good at it. But there is peace when it happens. So that's why I mean like there's something there. Right. So – I wouldn't call myself good at it, but who knows? But the, the the thing is, is that it's really it's really extremely difficult to explain it, um, meditation, because it's just so so much of yourself, right? Right, and I think it's so self centered. It, it, it shouldn't even you, you know it, someone shouldn't have to explain it. It should just be something that you experience yourself, mm-hmm. because it's. It's personal experience. It's going to vary from people to people. And it's basically if there's someone, because I know that I had a hard time um, really understanding what meditation is. Well, exactly. I think somebody else explaining it isn't going to do it justice. No. Because Uh, I think a good way of putting it is basically just turning off, just letting thoughts flow through your brain and not focusing on something and just being calm. Right. I, yeah, because like sometimes like people think meditation is like your brain has to be quiet. No, which is like that's impossible. No, it's impossible. So, but you can but, get there. Yeah, I'll speak for myself. When I started, when I first started meditation, I thought it was that. So I was like striving to have no thoughts. <laughs> what the hell's going? On? Forget to breathe. Oh. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, but uh, it's like. You can't you can't do that. You can't go into it with that mindset of 
my brain's going to be quiet. No. Like you say, you got to let it flow, right? And you got to take four. <laughs> so a lot of technical difficulties, but we're persevering. We're, we're resilient. We got this. Fear so, won't take us over. Fear will take us over. Won't. I'm feared right won't now. Won't take. <laughs> so, as I was trying to say, to respond to your question, evil is incredibly difficult to understand and to comprehend. Yeah. And to wrap your head around. Yeah. Absolutely. And the question remains: Why would one strive to be a monster and train to be a monster, aka, let's say? Through meditation. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, it's why well, become deep, like more evil than they are, because right, you would need to be. So I would something. say when you're so, I would say when you're stuck in chaos and when you're stuck feeling fear, hatred, very deeply rooted feelings that are extremely negative and have extremely detrimental effects on your health, yeah, mentally, physically, whatever. Mm-hmm. I would say that. When you feel those long enough, right, Mm -hmm. you become resentful. And what do you normally want to do when when you resent something? You usually want to destroy it. Yeah. Yeah. So I would say if that becomes powerful enough, one might take that route. Yeah. Of wanting to destroy. Yeah. Um, I mean, that that makes a whole lot of sense. So it's definitely clouded judgment mm-hmm. well of course um i would say it's stormy judgment you know stormy like yeah chaotic judgment tornado, there's no tornado judgment. tornado hurricane level five yeah tsunami yeah it's it's and that's definitely extreme um oh, it goes without saying obviously but but just like so just thinking of that like it's unfortunate being knowing that there's people that are so alienated oh lost alienated like you said uh, neglected Mm -hmm. absolutely absolutely and it's it's almost as if they have no other option not trying to justify their actions absolutely not no, 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 no but it's like where else do you go yeah and for them that false meaning yeah they might actually genuinely think that's the path they need to take. Oh, definitely. I think that which ties it back to 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 the false meaning and how fear can drive um, false meaning into your heart. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, and yeah, into your heart. It's just it can your brain. It's, yeah, it all comes down to soul. your brain. Yeah, and your brain. Um, because fear, like I mean, it all comes down to your brain because. Fear itself is created mm-hmm. from your brain. So it all comes from there. Yeah. Um, and the hormones it releases again. Yeah. The hormones it releases creates an overactive mind mm-hmm. and train of thought. Mm-hmm. And overactive in a negative light. Mm-hmm. So it's just going to be yeah, associating every little detail. We already said this, but it's going to be associating every other detail to that negative feeling. Yeah. Snowball. Yeah. Absolutely. But um, I think we've done enough damage for tonight. What do you think? I think so, too. The technical difficulties have been a lot to deal with tonight. But regardless, we're persevering. Yeah, we're persevering. We're resilient. We hope that you guys uh, all enjoyed. We 
thank you for the continuous support. Um, this is really fun. It's been endlessly informative for me, mm-hmm. and it really forces us to get out of our comfort zone and to formulate, um, to formulate our thoughts and opinions and put them into a, a p- proper like conversation. Discourse. Right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Absolutely, absolutely. So it's been a hell of a lot of fun. Uh, we hope you all tune in for more. This was our two cents. I'm Eric. I'm Steven. Bye for now and until next time. Take care. Ciao.